Chapter Four of Diggers in the Earth by Eva March Tappan. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by April six zero nine zero, California, United States of America. Diggers in the Earth by Eva March Tappan. Bricks and their faults and virtues. The simplest way to make a brick is to fill a mold with soft clay, then take it out and let it stiffen, and then put it in the sun to dry. This is the way in which the adobe bricks of Central America are made. They answer very well in countries where there is little rain, but one or two heavy downpours would be likely to melt a house built of such material. Clay is a kind of earth containing mostly alumina and silica, or sand, that can be mixed with water, molded into any shape, retain that shape after it's dry, and become hard by being burned. If you want to make a china cup, you must have a fine sort of clay, called kaolin, which is pure white when it is fired and is not very common. But if you want to make bricks, it will not be at all difficult to find a suitable clay bank. And yet the clay, even for bricks, must be of the right kind. If it contains too much silica, sand, the brick will not mold well. If too much alumina, it will be weak. If too much iron, it will lose its shape in burning. If too much lime, it will be flesh-colored when it is burned. If you want to find out whether a building brick is of good quality, there are some tests that a boy or girl can apply, as well as any one. First, look the brick over and note whether it is straight and true, and whether the edges and corners are sharp. Strike it and see whether it gives a clear ringing sound. Then weigh it and soak it in water for 24 hours. Weigh it again, and if it is more than one-fifth heavier than it was before soaking, it is not of the first quality. After the clay has been dug, it must be tempered, that is, mixed with water, and about one-third or one-fourth as much sand as clay, and left overnight in a soak pit, a square pit about five feet deep. In the morning, the workmen shovel the mass over and feed it into the machines, for forming the bricks. The mixing is better done, however, in a ring pit. This is a circular pit, 25 or 30 feet in diameter, 3 feet deep and lined with boards or brick. A big iron wheel works from the center to the edge and back again for several hours, through and through the clay. A method even better than this is to put the clay and sand and water into a great trough in which there is a long shaft bristling with knives. The shaft revolves, mixes the clay, and pushes it along to the end of the trough. This is called pugging, and the whole thing, trough, shaft, and knives, is a pug mill. In the old days, bricks were always made by hand. The molder stood in front of a wet table, whereon lay a heap of soft clay. He either wet or sanded his mold to keep it from sticking. Meanwhile, his assistant had cut a piece of clay and rolled it and patted it into the shape of the mold. In making bricks, there can be no patching. The mold must be filled out at one stroke, or else there will be folds in the brick. To make a good brick, the molder lifts the clay above his head and throws it into the mold with all his force. Then he presses it into the corners with his thumbs, scrapes off with a strip of wood any extra clay or cuts it with a wire, smooths the surface of the brick, puts mold and brick upon a board, jerks the mold up, and proceeds to make another brick. No matter 
how expert a molder may be brick-making by hand is slow work and in most places machines are used in what is called the soft mud process the clay is pushed on by the pug mill to the end of the trough there stands a mold for six bricks a plunger forces the clay into it the mold is emptied and in a single hour five thousand bricks can be made by what is called the stiff mud process the stiff clay is put into a machine with an opening the size of the end or side of a brick the machine forces the clay through this opening cuts it off at the proper moment and so makes bricks by the thousand without either mold or molder a third way of making brick is by what is called the dry process the clay is pulverized and filled into molds the length and breadth of a brick but much deeper and with neither top nor bottom one plunger from above and another from below strike the clay in the mold with much force and make the fine smooth brick known as pressed brick all this is done by machinery and some machines make six bricks at a time these dry bricks are fragile before they are burned and must be handled with great care bricks cannot be put into the kiln while they are still wet for when a brick is drying it is a delicate article it objects to being too hot or too cold and it will not stand showers or drafts in some way about a pound of water must be dried out of each brick but if you try to hurry the drying the brick turns sulky refuses to have anything more to do with you and proceeds to crack to dry bricks are sometimes spread on floors or piled up in racks on short pieces of board called pallets and sometimes they are put upon little cars and run slowly through heated tunnels the last is the best way for people who are in a hurry for it takes only from twenty-four to thirty-six hours to make the bricks ready to go to the kiln to be burned in one sort of kiln the bricks themselves make the kiln they are piled up in arches but left a little way apart so the hot air can move freely among them the sides of the structure are covered with burnt brick and mud but the top is left open to allow the steam from the hot bricks to escape the fires are in flues that are left at the bottom they must burn slowly at first but after a while some forty to sixty hours the heat becomes intense thus far the bricks have been grayish or cream-colored but now if there is iron in them they turn red if there is lime they turn yellow if a large amount of lime they become flesh-colored besides this sort of kiln which is torn down when the bricks are sufficiently burned there is also the permanent kiln which has fixed side walls and either an open or closed top then too there is a continuous kiln this has a number of chambers and the heat from each one passes into the next so that bricks in one chamber may be just warming up while in another they are ready to be taken out when the bricks come out of the kiln some of them are good and some are not those that were on the outside are not burned enough those next it are not well baked but can be used for the middle of thick walls the next ones are of good quality but those directly over the fires are so hard and brittle that they are of little use except for pavements paving bricks however are not to be despised they are not as smooth and well finished as pressed brick but they are exceedingly useful they need as much care in making as any others and they must be burned in a much hotter fire 
to make them dense and hard the tests for paving bricks are quite different from those for ordinary building brick if first class paving bricks weighing fifty pounds are soaked in water for twenty hours they take up so little water that they will not weigh more than fifty-one or fifty-one and a half pounds when taken out to find out how hard they are the bricks are weighed and shaken about with foundry shot for a number of hours then they are weighed again to see how much of their material has rubbed off a third test is to put one brick on edge into a crushing machine to see how much pressure it will stand paving brick is cheaper than granite blocks and if it has a good foundation of concrete covered with sand it will last about three-fourths as long brick is less noisy than stone and is easier to clean not so very long ago when particularly handsome bricks were needed for the outside of walls and other places where they would be conspicuous they were repressed that is they were made by hand or in a soft mud machine and then after drying for a while were put into a repressing machine to give them a smooth finish these machines are still used but they are hardly necessary for the dry clay brick machine will turn out a smooth brick in one operation another substance which is made of almost the same materials as brick is terracotta to make this fire brick bits of pottery partly burned clay and fine white sand are ground to a powder and mixed very thoroughly this mixture is molded dried and burned until recently all terracotta was of the color that is called by that name but now it is made in gray white and bronze as well bricks are laid in mortar and this makes a wall one solid mass and stronger than it could be without any cement but mortar does more than this it is more elastic than brick and therefore when a wall settles the mortar yields a little and this often prevents the bricks from cracking bricks are always thirsty and if one is laid in mortar it will suck the moisture out of it almost as a sponge will suck up water the mortar has no chance to set and so it is not strong as it should be that is why the bricklayer wets his bricks especially in summer before he puts them in place lime or cement mortar will not set in freezing weather and a brick building put up in the winter is in danger of tumbling down when the warm days of spring arrive this thirstiness of bricks is their greatest fault three or four days of driving rain will sometimes wet through a brick wall two feet thick crumbling the plaster and spoiling the wallpaper that is why it is a poor plan to plaster directly on the brick wall of a house furring strips as they are called or narrow strips of wood should be fastened on first and the lathes nailed to these or the wall can be painted or oiled on the outside the best way however though more expensive is to build the wall double then there is air between the two thicknesses of brick air is a poor conductor of heat so in summer it keeps the heat out and in winter it keeps it in but brick will suck up water from the ground as well as from a storm and therefore when a brick house is to be built in a wet place there ought to be a three-eighths inch layer of something waterproof like asphalt and coal tar put on top of one of the layers of brickwork to prevent the moisture from creeping up bricks have their faults but they will not burn and when properly used they make a most comfortable and enduring house End of chapter four